Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. We are the Market Movie. Movie Podcasters. I'll let him say it because he's in his new his new uh, digs over there. Look at him, swanky. You can't tell, guys, but he has a jaw poster behind him. Um, so that's what's up. Yeah. Can you hear me, Brandon? Did you go I away? can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, cool. I'm trying to get uh, the podcast pulled up on my Facebook page. I should have did this beforehand, but when do I ever do anything right? Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, on today's episode, um, we're going to discuss some stuff. First thing I'm going to discuss, I didn't change it from last week, so it's going to still say uh, Scream Franchise, but it's not really the franchise in itself. Um, it's been a week, so I think it's okay to now talk about Scream 2022. What do you think, think so? Brandon? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know at least one person that hasn't seen it. So, but overall, I think most people that were going to see it went and seen it because it did pretty well at the bot's office. And we were worried because nobody really showed up at Friday night. So, yeah, no, no, not at our little showing. I think, uh, I think Halloween maybe made talent kills. Maybe maybe like ten or eleven million more. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's pretty good uh, considering, you know, this franchise hasn't been seen in eleven years, and people still care. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, I try to. Oh, uh, yeah. David Webster says quarantine. Uh, yes. Um, I have someone in the house that came down with the with the Rona, and so we're uh quarantined sort of um but but yeah it's all good plus you know it's it's kind of i don't mind this format plus we get to see uh brandon's new man cave aka his apartment so that's what's up i like it i like the setup it's cool man got your little movie section there got your your uh um your schwarzenegger uh terminator figures yeah i know all Terminator except for the crow figure. But you put Rocky on the wall, you got Jaws behind you. Uh, yeah. So that's what's up. Um, but yeah, Scream 2022. Uh, we did a little thing after the movies. Uh, we both enjoyed the film. I thought it was, you know, uh, I said it then, I'll say it again. I still stand by it. I, I liked it more than I did uh, Halloween Kills. I did enjoy Halloween Kills, though. Don't get me wrong; I still enjoyed it. It was enjoyable. He loved it. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change my mind. This is not the same type of movie as that. It's just it, it reminded me of, it put me in the mind of the original Scream. That's what it kind of gave me the vibes of. So, and I, I like well, that aspect of it. It should, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, well, because you know, I say that because like Scream Three didn't really give me the vibes of Scream. Scream Two did. It still felt like scream uh and scream four kind of reminded me of it but it was more meta i think it was yeah. more meta uh, especially with the opening but i think that this one is by far like it like if you wanted to skip two through uh four uh you could do that and it would still tell this still still tell a compelling story or yeah, even yeah. One, one two and then five 
Yeah, I think you could pretty much skip every. Well, I'm not saying you should skip any, but you could skip it for storyline wise here. Because the way they do it, you could even say he would, if you skipped it, you would think Randy died in the first one. You know, mm. they, they don't really talk about the sequels other yeah. than they're not as good. They're, they're not up to par, which is true. I mean, but it's, it's the first That's movie true. was lightning in a bottle. I mean, it, yeah, I think you're right about that too, with like the fact that Randy, all right, so Randy dies in two. Um, and if you hadn't seen two, you wouldn't have known that you knew that just he died somewhere. You thought that he died at the end of one, I guess, yeah, in that case, because he's willed out in the end of one, but he's still living, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's willed out on a stretcher. Uh, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I mean, but you would think that he died in one, but so then the only carryover from three is Randy's sister, you know, because she pops back up. Yeah. And yet we see Roman in your Dawson's Creek homage. Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's cool that they put that in there, though. Did you notice it the last time you went to see it? Did you see? Uh, no, no. Dawson asked me a question during that scene. And I was like, I told him, it's <laughs> like, that's the creek. That's Dawson's Creek. And he just gave me the funniest looks. Like, I hate you. <laughs> Because he says uh, his his nickname at school is Dawson's Creek, and he hates it. Really? Yeah. Oh, Isaiah Spivey, Spivey says, tighten up. Where's he, he saying this at? On, on my Facebook page. Oh. I see. What do you think about that? Did, it, did uh, the Titans beat the – did they beat uh, you all? Or? Uh, they play us tomorrow. Um they should win. They have home field advantage. They are the number one seed. But, you know. So if the Titans win, do they go to the do they go to the dance? Do they go to the Super Bowl, or is this like is this uh, AFC soon? Championship game? Oh, okay. But they would be at home for it. So it's pretty dope. But if the if the if the Yahoo Day Nation there, if if they win, what what does they, that mean? It means they go to the AFC Championship game. They'll, they won't be at home, though. They'll have to go to Kansas City or Buffalo. And if they go to either Kansas City or Buffalo, is there a chance that they'll win? Well, they beat Kansas City a few weeks ago, so I would say there's a chance. What about Buffalo? I wouldn't want to play Buffalo. Right. <laughs> Just saying. So if the Titans win, do you think that they will beat the other teams involved? No, I don't. You don't think, so either way, but you'll have a better chance. Being at yeah. home, they would on the road, but no, nah, I don't think Titans will win. But if they beat us, I hope they do well. I mean, um, I'm just so you're not a sore loser, is what I'm hearing. No, no, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> That's it. But uh, back to Scream, real quick. So, uh, uh, what was your overall thoughts of it, and uh, what stood out to you watching it the second time around? Um, Things that you probably missed before. I know you went to the restroom once. So. I had to go to the restroom again, man. <laughs> but <laughs> I made sure I seen what I missed the first time around. It, it, I had to go to the bathroom at the same scene, too. But I wanted to see that scene all the way through because I, I know I missed a few things. Did it? Did it? What type of picture did it paint for you? Seeing that. that all right, so you went to the restroom 
in the scene where uh where the girl is in the the Halloween two homage. I would call it yeah. Halloween two homage. Um, what did you feel about that scene? It was really really well done scene. I thought it was well done. I I loved it, and I saw some people in the Halloween fan group complaining about it. I asked one person. I had a comment. I was like, "How are you going to complain about something that Halloween Two did?" I mean, really, how are you going to complain about it? Well, Halloween Two had a few people in there. I was like, "So did Scream." Just Ghostface killed him. The people we saw, he killed him, um, or the person killed him. Um, now you can say he because we 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 adapt Ghostface as a he entity anyway. It's it doesn't ultimately it doesn't matter. Who's revealed to be the killer? Uh, it is a yeah. he's in that same level as, like, say, uh, Freddy Krueger or uh, Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. He's a he's a he he's an entity. Ghostface is, you know, a yeah, slasher. I agree with yeah. that. But I it love the really scene. Who, who's, who's, it doesn't matter the reveal. I love the scene, you know, but that particular scene when they're getting back in the elevator. And Dewey says, you got to shoot him in the head. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I think the whole crowd knows what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. The audience, I think they know. But the way it was shot, well, it, it felt like a really slow build. Maybe, well, I don't know if it was even a minute long. But it felt like it lasted at least five minutes for me watching it both times. Um, I, that's my favorite part of the movie, though. It, that's what I remember the most is that scene of Dewey going back, loading his gun, getting ready to, sh- to shoot the killer in the head, and freaking Gail Weathers. <laughs> Don't ruin it's, it. That's okay. That's good from there. <laughs> but it was an emotional scene. And, and this is what got me the second time mm-hmm. my son watching it. When he first sees Dewey, he's never seen Scream at all, he doesn't know Dewey. Oh, doesn't know Sydney, doesn't know Gail, doesn't know really Ghostface really that well. Dude, he, he sees Dewey. But he sees Dewey for the very first time and he leans in and says, I'm connected to him and I don't know why. <laughs> Never seen him before. I was like, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so when that scene happens, it's a very emotional moment in the theater. I'll just say that. Oh, well. Was there more people in your showing this second time? A few more people, yeah. Okay. A few more. Well, we can go ahead and give our marks. I I felt like overall I thought it was a great, uh, great movie. It's a great way to start off 2022. Um, I mean, I can't really think of what I'm looking forward to this year again. I know that Batman's coming out in March, you know. Yeah. Moon, uh, Moon Knight is coming on Disney Plus. I can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, I will go ahead and tell you that Mission Impossible Seven got delayed again. <laughs> yeah, to twenty twenty three. What's up with all the times uh, stuff being delayed? So I don't uh, know. I don't know. I, it's not good. It's, it's like it's now now two movies, right? That he has delayed. Well, I mean, Top Gun got delayed till this year. Hopefully, mm-hmm. that's still happening. Both Mission Impossibles are delayed, so I don't. There's another Mission Impossible. Oh, so yeah, the one that follows up after this? Yeah, they shot them back to back. Oh, so <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he's in Doctor Strange. Maybe the rumors are true. I don't. 
Oh, but, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, but it, you know, like I'm, I'm all about Marvel. Like it's crazy how about Marvel I am. Uh, it's just like, like you know, this is something that who knew that starting with, and I will go ahead and say it, Brandon. Who knew starting with uh, Iron Man that this would be, you know, this it would turn into what it turned into, um, which. Yeah. No one could have predicted that. Uh, no. But Scream, uh, I give it a five. What'd you say? Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Second you time gonna... I, I had as much fun. I wanted to go back and see it again. Uh, oh wow! So that's good testament for it. Um, yeah, I think it's easily. I think it's going to be my top ten films of the year easily. Uh, I still expect it to be my favorite horror film of the year. I've, you don't I, think Black Phone's going to take it, Mark? No, I don't think Black Phone's gonna take that. I know you're not. I know you're not counting on Halloween ends at all for anything. I mean, I'm I not excited for it, but I'm hoping it'll be more in tune of the re not reboot, but the the original not the original <laughs> the 2018 version. I'm hoping it's gonna be more like that, yeah. you know. But I think I'll be excited for Lori versus Michael in the end. Uh, you know, yeah. someone will die. I say it's going to be both, but uh, or they're going to tease Michael's death again. I, I think Lori's going to die too, so uh, cool. I think it's fitting they both go out. M Night, M Night has a show on Apple TV. Come on, M Night, you're doing too much. I don't take stock in M Night Shyamalan at all no more. Anyway, like he he had me, he lost me that that fast. All right, uh, let's get to Captain Marvel. Um, Brandon's so excited. Um, I'm I'm thrilled to death about this. All right, uh, so I'm going to give you the IMDb um, synopsis. Carol Danvers, or Varys, as we come to know her, becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in a middle of a galactic war between two alien races. The movie stars as Veers, a.k.a. Carol Devers, Brie Larson, uh, Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, uh, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos, Jude Law as Young Rogue. I'm not going to say that man's name, but, you know, it's Korath. I cannot pronounce his name if I could, if I wanted to. Lee Pace shows up as Ronan, uh, and there's several other people that's in this film. Uh, Brandon, you got the numbers? I do. I do have the numbers. Uh, it's got a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 4 out of 5 on Facebook. Good for Facebook. 76% like it on Google. It's got a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 45% audience score. So the audience... Not so much. Yeah, the audience didn't really love this movie. <laughs> uh, and I wonder if it has something to do with Brie Larson's uh, PR uh, for the movie. Like, she was very much, um, <clears throat> I think she said she didn't want straight white men to see this movie. Because she felt like, I don't know why, about, I don't know why she hates you all, but she, she didn't like you all. But she's okay with straight Asian men or 
black men or Indians. That's, man, that's, mm. she's not racist at all, is she? (laughs) Don't know if can be racist. If you're going to say that, you might as well just say every straight man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Single out of a specific race. I don't know. I think that's what she said. But um, maybe she's had some bad experiences with white men. Straight white men. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, straight white men. I mean, honestly, just in my opinion, I, I try to like I seen I try to see a couple of her movies. I'm not really like I'm just not one of those. She's like Katherine Heigl to me. Like it's just that I can't. I don't really like watching her movies. You know what I'm saying? It's I haven't like, seen many. I think she was in. Kong Skull Island. Who Bree was? I think so. Oh, maybe she was. See, she's forgettable. I remember uh, the dude from um, Straight Outta Compton. He was in that movie, and I think Samuel Jackson was also in the movie as well. He's in that movie. John Goodman's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki's in the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's the the woman, you know. And I could be wrong, but I was I was thinking. I think, that. I think you're right. I think you're right. Actually, I I totally forgot. But people don't. In it, but, but people yeah. weren't there to see Bree. They was there to see Kong. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. I, I was I also enjoyed uh, Sam and John Goodman. Of course. Uh, I mean, they, they they Sam really added a lot to that role because I mean he could have phoned that in, and man, he was just, it's. It seems it's still that my movie, favorite movie in the whole MonsterVerse. Still to this day, I I really love that movie. It seems that no matter what movie Samuel L. Jackson does, he's he's absolutely uh, gonna give it 110. percent Like he will commit to the role. Like I don't really, I don't see him phoning in and say like Bruce Willis does. He doesn't. He just yeah. I'm gonna throw him under the bus because he does. He knows he does. But. Yeah, uh, that's now a meme of that's a meme in a in a sense. He's admitted he does. He he's admitted he does it for the money and doesn't make you want to watch him. Yeah, like whereas whereas you want to where somebody like Nick Cage, no matter what the part is, he's going to give it one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, probably give more than that because it's Nick Cage. Because it is Nick. Yeah, Bruce just you you pay for Nick, I loved you him in the nineties. I loved him in the nineties. I loved him in the early two thousands, but. When I think about Bruce Willis going back in all history, was he really all that great? I mean, really? I need Other some water. Hard, no. <laughs> no, yeah. You might have the Rona. I got a sinus infection. That's what, that's what they all say. <laughs> but, but it ain't um, coming out like that. <laughs> yeah, it's coming somewhere. You just coughing. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so moving into the movie. Um, yeah. So it starts with Veers, who is uh, being trained by Jude Law. Um, and she's, you can tell she has some type of powers, but he tried to <laughs> keep your powers in check to, uh, you know, to control them so that you can be a better fighter. But in reality, he's just trying to control her, uh, keep, yeah. which I didn't realize, you know, of course, I realize now, obviously, but. You know, at the beginning, you didn't catch us what that was. But, um, and so she's going on a mission, and 
uh, they're fighting the the uh, scrolls scrolls yeah but which they they're gonna have a actual show on uh, Disney Plus uh, you know coming out so that's gonna be interesting um, that'd be good because I'm kind of like you I'm usually not like this <laughs> but I am kind of like you mm-hmm. um, I think what my problem with this movie is the fact that it takes place in the 90s. Oh, you didn't yeah. like that aspect of it? You feel like it tried I, to I be... I mean, I like movie. it, but then, you know, the end credit scenes, current day, and uh, just, I just don't know why they waited so long to tell her origin story. Right, because, right before Endgame. I mean, it was. She, I felt she should have been there before. Because they want to squeeze her in. Brett Connor into it saying it, but but it doesn't make sense because if you go back and watch all the other Marvel films, there's absolutely no mentioning from Fury at all whatsoever. I know of, of this, you know, and and that she's the name. She's where they get the name Avengers, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, uh, that's the only thing. You know, don't do that. But yeah, it, it like when we I remember watching. Um, was it uh, Infinity War? Yeah. Um, and uh, the end credit with um, Fury, and he gets uh, snapped away, uh, dusted, I guess. Blipped is what we call it now. <laughs> when he got blipped, uh, and uh, he's away, and he does a page of wisdom, wondering what, it, what does it mean? Who is this person? Who's, who's Captain Marvel? You know, and now we know who it is, and, you know, and I watched the end credit for this film. And yeah, it got me excited for Endgame again. Because like, you know, but uh but, yeah, we're yeah, a long way from that area. Yeah, yeah. That's why I almost not watched the end credit because I knew that what it would do. But you know, I also felt like Nick Fury wasn't the same Nick Fury that that we come to know in Marvel. He was more playful. That makes sense though. It's kind of his origin story as well. I mean so I would prefer they would he would have been the main character for it, but he for me at least he is the most likable character in the movie. Yep. Uh, we got Cole out here. Cole. Yep. Good old Cole. How you doing, Cole? Uh, he can't hear you. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but anyway, um, so she she's uh so she goes to the. Uh, she tries to, she gets captured by the scrolls, and they use that device to try to peer into her head because she has. Um, wait a minute, I got it. I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, everybody's probably gone. You know the code to get in, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah, so it's it's the, the money's in my top drawer. No, it's just like just sitting there, and then uh, and then um, the bag on the floor behind my desk is is closed. All right, All right you all. work 
But uh, what was I saying? The scrolls captured her. He's doing some. Uh... Yeah. So the scrolls captured her, <clears throat> and was doing some like, like memory type of thing where they would uh, find out the uh, her memory, like you know, which is pretty cool device if you think about it. Had kind of peer to her memory and just play it back from different angles and things like that, just to get. It's kind of very, it's very uh, uh, minority report type of almost thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but uh, she breaks free and uh, ends up accidentally crashing to earth uh, in, into a Blockbusters. And um, that starts the 90s nostalgia. Uh, so it lands into a Blockbusters, shoots a true lies. Uh, poster, um, yeah, and goes to Radio Shack because it's the nineties. That's right, it's the nineties, man. So, how you feel about the nineties? Like, like in this movie, like, do you feel like it felt like the real nineties, or did you feel like they, you know, how Stranger Things just kind of commercialized the nineties? Uh, man, I like the blockbuster scene, but. I can't honestly say it felt like the nineties to me. I just, it just felt nice to see it. Uh, <laughs> I don't really felt, I didn't truly believe it was in the nineties though. I rewatching re it. I really didn't. Uh, what about the DH Nick Fury, Nick Fury? Uh, do you like, yeah, well the DH Colson, well, the guy still, the guy that plays agent Colson in it in itself, he, he looks, he still looks the same age. Like he hasn't really aged much to me, um, but you know, just that's that just that actor. Um, but um, it didn't really feel like the '90s as much. Um, maybe when it's in the uh, the coffee shop, uh, you know, and uh, he she she's playing like at the computer uh, yeah. and dialing up and stuff like that, and then. Uh, the the very end where they was loading the uh, thing to hear the black box the the voice message message, like and it took so long for it to load. I thought that was pretty funny because that's how it has how it is and it was in the nineties. Um, but yeah, other than those little instances, it didn't really feel like the nineties. Yeah, like it could have took place in today's day, and you know, it just. Just have to be nice. Like I did like seeing obviously Stan Lee. Uh, what do you think about the scrolls? Before I get to Stan Lee, what do you think about the scrolls? Because that's going to bleed into this next thing. What do you think about the scrolls and their ability to just shape shift, like uh, not shape shift, but take on people's identity and stuff like that? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was a you know a cool aspect to the film. Um, and it later plays on in other Marvel films, at least one that I, that's in my brain right now. It plays on um, Marvel TV shows too, so yeah. yeah. Well, I don't but know about that. You ain't there yet. I'm not there you yet. It'll be a while before I get there. <laughs> but but I, I liked, you know, I, I like that aspect of it. Um, I didn't really know what to think of them at first, though, because I thought they were the villains. I think I. I mean, unless you know the comic books, uh, which I don't, 
I thought you were about to say, which I do. <laughs> which I don't. I, don't. Um, I thought they were the villain in the movie. I thought Jude Law's character was going to be a heroic character, and I was looking forward to seeing him. As the movie was going, I was looking forward to seeing more of him, which we still may get to see him. Um, I, mean, I don't know what their plan is for the sequel, actually, but because he doesn't die. I don't. I mean, Jude, Jude Law is another one of those actors that. I don't know. It's just like it was cool seeing him, but also you don't like him. You don't. You're not connected to him. Not so much. I remember him. Was he in AI? Was he AI? Yeah. Um, I it's remember both movies with Robert Downey Jr. as well. Yeah. Like um, I think he's a tremendous actor. Um, I don't see him enough, but uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he's one of those actors that he really brings it whenever he's he's acting. It's just that you know. I thought that the scenes and stuff with him in uh, in uh, Veers or you know uh, Danvers, uh, I thought that they were always good, especially the end where he's trying to hype her up to you know fight him man to man type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> and like I love that term where he, he has the gun and says, "Now see, that's what I'm talking about. You got to just channel your energy and just fight." Blah blah blah. I love that. And then like she like shoots him. I love that. I thought that was hilarious. I but, thought uh, I thought he elevated the scenes with Bree. Um, so he made it better, and I thought, thought Sam did the same thing. But when it, you know, my, my issue was, you know, I thought Sam elevated it as well when he's with working with her. And um, but my issue though is when she's got to be the the star, mm-hmm. it just it feels flat. Her performance feels flat. Even rewatching it, every time I see her as Captain Marvel, it just feels flat. And I, I'm assuming it's just her. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming. I mean, I mean, it could be me. I could I be the only one that thinks it, but I know I'm not. I know a lot of people don't like her as Captain Marvel. So, uh, you think that they would recast? I don't think they will, but I think they should. <laughs> well, now with the obviously with the multiverse, yeah, they totally have. It could be a scenario where there's another Captain Marvel out there. But maybe but, the character is just not that interesting. Uh, I, mean, I didn't feel that her character was all that interesting in this movie. I, I just really didn't care that much. Well, I was more excited for the other people around her, actually. Yeah, it's, I, it's I agree exactly with that. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. like for instance, like uh, Marie uh, Rambo, Marie, Marie Rambo or whatever. You know, like, I know, obviously, from watching other Marvel shows, who her daughter comes out to be is Monica Rambo. And uh, and she pops up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's my it's not a Charlie horse this time. It's the microphone. It's the microphone. Uh, but he, she pops up. Um, <clears throat> I was trying to walk away from it, but yeah, she pops up as the uh, in uh, one division. So she's in there, um, which. I didn't even realize who it was until like it, you know, then when it came a little bit more clear to me, I was like, Oh, it's cool. And then like, and so she has a future with Marvel um, and other projects, but um, it it was really cool, man. I just really like, so in watching this movie, going back now, now that I've seen WandaVision and going back and watch this movie, I'm looking at this child, and I'm thinking, man, she's gonna grow up to be like this, like you know, 
badass character, you know? Uh, and so it's pretty cool just in that concept. And then, like, thinking about, well, because I know this, I know her and her Monica Rambo in WandaVision. I, I don't want to spoil nothing for you, but I, I want to tell you. I know that, <laughs> I know that uh, she has issues with Carol Danvers for some reason because someone mentions her to her and she says, don't mention her name to me. And something like that in the in one vision, and so I'm curious to know what happened from that little girl that hugged hugged her um, to now. Um, yeah, but go ahead explain that. Uh, my dad's calling me. Explain explain yeah. one division. I can't explain that. <laughs> explain the uh, more scenes. Go for it. Well, we find out well he's. Got it completely on me. We find out what how Nick Fury got his um, what happened to his eye, and uh, I, I don't want to really talk about that. But I do want to talk about the cat though in this movie. Um, there's a, there's a playful, cute little cat, right? And Nick kind of scared of it a little bit at first. He's got a reason to be scared because it's an alien. Um, but I, I loved the cat in this movie. It, Still some scenes. It's still more scenes than Brie Larson did, but that's just my take on it. Um, but when we get to the scene, what happened to Nick Fury's eye? I, I think people were disappointed. That's what really happened to his eye. And, you know, I thought it was funny, though. I thought that was great. And, you know, uh, but what I, what I really like about this movie, I don't know what I really like about it, to be honest, Darren. I'm glad you're back. Uh, I was talking about the cat. Because the cat was yeah. more entertaining than Bree in this movie. Ooh, before we get to your cat, uh, let's well, I already mentioned the cat. <laughs> well, before before we talk about the cat more, well, uh, I already I already talked about it. Let's go ahead. Ball rats, Stanley. <laughs> the cat. Yeah, you want to get back to Stan? <clears throat> yeah. Well, His Stan cameo. Lee, yeah. So I, I thought was this the final cameo. That's the final cameo. Okay. That's why the beginning of it says for Stan because he passed away like shortly before the release. I couldn't but, remember if it was his final appearance or not. Yeah, it was. But yeah, so Stan, he, um, you know, it was just really cool that he's uh, re rehearsing for the uh, Mallrats scene, which would mean that this movie took place before Mallrats came out. So you can think about it. I guess Mallrats was, I want to say 95, 94, 95, I feel. Maybe more, maybe 97. I, I think Mallrats was maybe 97. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I I just thought that it was really cool just to you know see Stanley. I didn't know if it was Stanley or just computerized Stanley. Um, what'd you think? I think it was him. I, I don't. I don't think they. I mean, I'm not gonna say they wouldn't do that. Ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah. Mall rats. Yeah, I was right. So it takes place in like it had to take place in like ninety four. This movie ninety four ninety five. Um, but yeah, because uh, you know typically they shoot a movie before like it maybe a year or so for them to take shoot the movie yeah. and it's released the next year. So you say they probably shot it in ninety four. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, let's get to your cat. Um, yes, the cat was a very lovable cat. I thought it was it stole some scenes. I thought it did more than Brie Larson did. 
That's it, it scratched Samuel Jackson's eye and gave him the the classic Nick Fury look. I know. I I said that I think people probably got upset about that. I thought it was funny that that's what caused his eye. You know, it probably also caused his attitude shift. No, he was still kind of. He just like I I think he went through a lot more from the time that Brees met him to the time that we finally see him at the at the end of uh, Infinity War. I think he went through a lot of, you know, stuff in life. Yeah, obviously, to kind of be a little bit more colder and harder, you know, type of guy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think probably even losing Colson is probably a big, had a big impact on him. Because we know that he did lose Colson because the, um, the um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer canon. So Colson is dead. So. Yeah, I hadn't seen Agents of Shield, but I didn't understand how that was canon anyway. I mean, he died in Avengers, so I maybe they explain how he brought it. I don't know. They, they, they did. did. They did. They did. But yes. um, I feel like he went through a lot before Iron Man, though, because he kind of came off cold in that, and you know, um, I would love to get more prequel stuff with Sam as Nick Fury. I just don't know. You got so much going on. I don't know how you do it. I, but I would love it. And I kind of feel like Captain Marvel has to be like a prequel series. I can't. I just can't imagine them jumping 30-something years for their sequel. You think, sequel. Just, you think that... Um, oh, you're talking about the Captain Marvel uh, sequel? Yeah. Movie? Yeah. I just can't imagine it's going to jump that far ahead. And it wouldn't shock me if they do it. I just, it's well, hard to imagine. They haven't even seen each other since the, since the, they they've returned, you know, in game. They haven't seen each other. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The, so uh, the cat was uh, very enjoyable, especially the fact that we know that it's more than just a cat, a uh, goose. Um, and you know, you got to have a good little good ca- character, side lovable character, like a Groot type of character, um, that in the film. And it helped because Brie was like, like, there's a screen, there's a scene where she like, she's the uh scroll screams at her and she screams back. It was just weird. It's like, why are you doing that? Just like, like, there's, there's some, there's just like little moments in that movie that like. She built. They built her to be this cool, cool character, um, and I don't know how well she executed it. You know oh, what I'm saying? And not, 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 and I'm not blasting her as an actress or anything. Just that, you know. I mean, she, she's they, they're making her the the strongest person in the Marvel universe, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Clearly, yeah, they, they haven't met Icarus. <laughs> no, they have not. Not not yet. Um, North but North <laughs> that's a North Where would you rank her though? Uh in the in the in the list of the most powerful. Yeah, everything you've seen, all of them have films. Where were is she bottom tier? Is she top Are we tier? Doing just MCU, so we're not including yeah. like the X-Men MCU. MCU. Okay. Oh, well, no, I'll say Wanda, uh, uh Scarlet Witch. 
I think she's the most powerful being in that universe, hands down. I think she she has a she has power, power. Uh, uh, Thanos was powerful too, but he's powerful because the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Um, but without the stones, she's not as powerful. Um, I would say that I rank her second behind Scarlet Witch. I, I think Scarlet Witch is the most powerful person in that in the universe. I, just, I don't, I don't I mean, see nobody. I don't see nobody. And then I'll say uh, Doctor Strange is also quite powerful. But um, Doctor Strange has moved up in my book. Uh, I didn't like him at first. Um, but more he's come on, more appearances in the MCU. I've, I've, I really do like Benedict's portrayal of him. And, mm-hmm. and what he did in No Way Home, he just, man, sure. I can't wait. I can't wait to see his sequel. Uh, I'm, a, I'm absolutely looking forward to uh, that one. Yeah. But, but who would you rank? Um, so like where would stronger? you rank her? Yeah, yeah. Where would you rank her to in the, in the list? Because I mean, I think you can't, she's, you can't deny her powers. No, I can't deny her powers. Uh, she's very powerful. Um, oh, Icarus. Icarus is also ranked there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forget that, that he's in that. Because you have Icarus. You have the really fast one. You have um, freaking, what's her name that's married to Billy Bob? You have that one? <laughs> I forget her name. Shoot. Uh, yeah, anyway, you have some really powerful ones in that universe. But I don't think, I think Icarus. Honestly, with the um, in, in, the Eternals, I think Icarus was the most powerful. He's the one that stood out to me the most out of all of them. He's the one I like the most. Maybe because I'm a Superman guy and he reminded me of him. But um, yeah. I, I thought that he his power was he's very powerful. But he's not. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if he. I think he's less powerful than Carol Danvers. Yeah, I mean she's powerful. I, I give her that, but I just don't like her. And the Hulk is probably fourth powerful. Fourth fourth powerful. Yeah, I've I Never. just don't I don't like the actor that plays him either. And he's my favorite. Incredible Hulk has always been my favorite Marvel character. I just don't like you, Mark You don't Ruffalo. like Mark Ruffalo? I don't. No, I don't. I, I especially don't like what they did to him, the smart Hulk thing. I just and I know it's part of the comic books and all that. I just, I just felt like he should have been more involved in Endgame. Yeah, he's the original Avenger, he and he wasn't. He was nowhere to be seen in that finale. And I just, they didn't do him justice. But I mean, my number one, as far as strongest, you know, more powerful Avenger Marvel character. Um, I mean. Ain't nobody taking that I, 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 I kind of lean towards Thor a little bit. Uh, I don't know. He's cocky and he's arrogant and he's he doesn't show his true power until something extraordinary happens to him. Like in Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. when life kind of falls flat for him, you know, he, I mean, he beat the Hulk. He could be, I don't know. I just kind of, I kind of lean towards him. But, as far as the women, I do I do agree with you on that. I think Wanda is probably the most powerful female Avenger there is. Yeah, yeah. I, I just not only female. I just think she's overall the most powerful. I just think that because 
especially like when you'll find out a little bit more once you see WandaVision, how powerful she truly is. <laughs> She's so just and that's and that's where my answer comes from based on everything I've seen. Oh yeah, that that girl's crazy powerful. Um and so yeah, I, I give it to her. Um but yeah, I would say um back to this movie. Um so she this little journey that she goes on to discover rediscover who she is i yeah. don't think that there's ever a moment brandon where she even when she got her memories back of everything i don't think that she never really acknowledged that she got her memories back it's almost as if like yeah okay i'm here it's never like oh yes hey you're my best friend i am auntie you know carol to this little girl or whatever you know it never really felt that like i never felt that shift you know where you like someone yeah. had amnesia and then now they remember they remember everything and they're do like you, do you blame her for that or do you blame maybe the screenplay i don't know it it just it it, it was like glanced over and never really never really mentioned like oh yeah, yeah I don't now i have my memories back i don't think it was a well-written script to begin with no no uh, it's probably the weakest this is probably the honestly the weakest uh, uh, now I'm taking Eternals into considerations. Uh, I can't say it's. I don't know Eternals. I had more fun with Eternals than I did with this. Yeah, I think there was more stakes involved in Eternals too. Uh, I don't. I don't feel the stakes in this movie, and I know it's. Well, a you know everything's going to be resolved. Yeah, That's I, mean, I know that, but it just in the moment of the movie, it just doesn't. It doesn't feel big, you know. And she's supposed to be this one of the most powerful heroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it just it felt you never, lackluster. You never felt that way. Yeah. And no, it didn't feel like, you know, the first Iron Man or the first Captain America or the first Thor. You know, it didn't feel special. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> even this, like, so this movie didn't really get me excited for uh, Endgame. It wasn't like the end credit scene got me excited for Endgame um, initially, and then Endgame was great. But then yeah. Marvel kind of went on that. You know, we had Far From Home, um, which is Marvel esque, uh, but then we had nothing really to get you excited to uh, Shang Chi, and then Shang Chi got you uh, excited, and then after that. Like Eternals kind of dropped you back down again until like No Way Home, and now you're excited, you know. So like you, think, you think it's been hit and miss for Marvel, yeah, lately. Yeah, I don't think I think that this year might be uh, their stride. I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be. I think it's going to be great, um, and the stuff that they're doing on Disney Plus, I feel like it's going to be pretty good as well. Um, I don't know about Black Panther though. I I I, I hope it's great. Yeah, but without Chadwick, I just I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if everyone else. I don't know who replaces him. I don't think you, you know, can. I'm not. I'm not even talking about the character Black Panther. I just who replaces him as the franchise. I would who say the franchise now. I mean, I would love to see. Honestly, I would like to see Michael B. Jordan. Um, get brought back somehow to be the Black Panther. Um, but somebody says they could just recast Chadwick, like the Black Panther character with well, someone else. 
but and they they can. I mean, if anyone, I would cast uh, um, um, the guy that played Candyman in the uh, one, the movie that just passed. I thought that he's, I think he's a really good actor. Um, you know, he yeah. doesn't look like he doesn't look like Chadwick, but you, you don't have to go based on that. But it's hard to it's hard to recast characters, but they have because they recast Rhodes, you know, from yeah. uh, Terrence Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle, which is a I thought it was a great change, great switch up, because I think Don Cheeto is better than Terrence Howard third. I, it just I've always I like I'm a Don Cheeto guy. The more that I'm a Terrence Howard I fan, just, I just don't think the character is as big as he should be. Who uh, who who talking about Rose? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just he should be bigger than what he is, especially now that Tony's not around. He really should be bigger. If, but it I just think, doesn't feel like that's direction they're going. No, I, I know he's got like a show coming, right? He's got a Disney. I think show. so. Like I know that he 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 pops up in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I figured um, he would. I mean, but uh, but yeah, no. Like all the characters, see, and that's the thing, man. All of these characters, you got shoes to fill, some big shoes, because you have Steve gone. Uh, you know, you have. Uh, Tony gone, you know what I'm saying? Um, you have Chadwick gone, you know, you have, uh, you know, literally, you have, he's you gone, know, he's, he's literally gone. Um, yeah. and um, you got some people that you got some voids, man. And I think Shang-Chi is a step in the right direction. Um, uh, the, the Moon Knight trailer gets me excited, I'm not familiar with them, but it I looks, haven't watched that trailer yet, I'm probably but, not going to. He, he's watch the show. He's Marvel's version of Batman, is what I've been told. Um, Batman, but, yeah, but he's more of a, but he's but he's actually has powers. He's like, you know, <clears throat> Batman with powers. I, I've always felt that Batman for Marvel is Punisher, except he kills. You know, he's got no powers. He just kills. Yeah, and Punisher kills. But I think, you know, we're talking about Marvel and they got big shoes to fill. I think they can fill it with Daredevil, Punisher, uh, the She-Hulk that's coming. I think you can fill voids. You've got so many characters in the library there. I mean, you can fill the void. Yeah. Um, but I really hope they oh. do something with the Punisher and Daredevil. All right. I have 22 minutes of battery left on my phone. On my, uh... Laptop. So, oh, I'm doing a podcast. Say hello to Brandon. Hello. He says hello back. Yeah, wait a minute. Say hello. Say hello. Say hello. hello. How are you? Mm. That's good. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You, you tangled. There we go. There we go. So, oh, oh, watch. Okay. Now, get, are you out of it? All right. So we we can go ahead and can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. All right. So we can go ahead and give our marks for um, the film. Um, so. Uh, ultimately, obviously, she she beats the bad guys and she 
says she's gone away off the earth to help the scrolls out. That's why we never see her again until Endgame. So that's their excuse of she never popping up to help no one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I give my I give my I give the film three marks out of five. I think I think I do it because of Samuel Jackson. He kept the movie going. Uh, every time he's on screen, I want when he wasn't on screen, I wanted him on screen. Um, <laughs> uh, I love seeing Colson again. I want to see more Colson. I wish they'd bring him back somehow. Um, and yeah, I agree. I agree. Goose was a proper addition. And Brandon, yeah, I give it a three as well. Um, mainly because of Sam. Uh, even Jude Law, I like when he's on screen. It, like I said, I felt felt those two characters elevated the Captain Marvel movie <laughs> and the character. I just didn't really feel like she did much to elevate anything. Uh, yeah. as, that's that's a shame since it's her movie, but that's how I felt. Um, the action was okay, but you know it, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. So I think it's a letdown, honestly. But I think it does enough to be enjoyable. All right. Well, this will conclude our discussion for Captain Marvel uh, from 2018 or whatever. Um, and uh, next week we will be discussing Iron Man. We'll be doing it on Thursday because uh, I will be at the Royal Rumble that weekend. The first time I'm going to a live event like this, so I'm excited. Um, I'm going to mark sure out a bit. Uh, uh, I might also shoot an episode from the road uh, in, the, in the hotel. Uh, just give our thoughts on the rumble uh, there. Um, so I see how that goes. But in the meantime, and in between time, Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spivey. Uh, you're right there. Yes. <laughs> we are the Mark Out, mark out Movie Podcast. Podcasters. Thank you for marking out with us. All righty. In the broadcast. <laughs>